This episode is brought to you by Marketing Directive. Marketing Directive is your digi-marketing solution with a team of marketing specialists operating remotely to maximize your marketing levers and focus on your business objectives. Explore more at marketingdirective.co. Welcome to All Things Small Biz, a podcast to help you take the leap and run your own business from someone who has done it themselves and wants to share what they learnt with you. Hello and welcome to the All Things Small Biz podcast. My name is Sarah Hales, your host, and today we'll be talking about what's your why? Why did you start your small business? Today I'll share my why, why I do what I do, and why I started my small business. Then we'll bring in today's beautiful guest, Jasmine Wallace from Buckaroo Boutique. Jazz is a beautiful person inside and out, and she's someone I'm lucky enough to call a friend, but more importantly, she's someone I look up to. We'll discuss Jazzy's why, why she started, and what her small business means to her. So let's get into it. And as always, we have my husband, Brian, to have a little chat. Brian? Hi, Sarah. How are we today? Good, thanks, Brian. How are you? Yeah, good. Feeling on top of the world. Ready for a little bit of podcasting goodness? Yeah, starting to get a bit of a knack to it now. Are you starting to get a little bit more relaxed? Relaxed. On point. Well, let's get into it. All right. This segment today, what's my why? Why? So, there's going to be lots of why questions here, people. (laughs) Why did you start West of the Waves? Well, when we had our son, Jack, he was the perfect little baby. He slept when he should, he ate when he should, and I had everything organized, but I was lacking something to do with my mental energy or my mental capacity. Prior to having children, I am actually a mining engineer and I've worked in mining for uh, 15 years, I think, which makes me feel really old. But I've had a lot of high capacity jobs over the years. I've, you know, managed departments and I have a very busy and active brain and I was lacking an outlet. Lacking the stimulus? Uh, the stimulus, probably. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but I knew that I needed something to keep my my mind busy or I was engaged to use that mental energy or I was going to go nuts. Yeah, and we don't want that. We do not want that. A Sarah with nothing to do is not fun to be around. She picks on everything. (laughs) Hang on, wait a second. Let's get down to the why again. Mm. Why West of the Waves as the name? Oh, it came to me... um, you know this, in the middle of the night, realistically. I sat, When I was sleeping. I sat upright and I thought, I'd thought of it. I'd been thinking about it for days. And what I knew that I wanted was I wanted a name that explained me because the, you know, when they t- say, think about an avatar for your business, the avatar is essentially me, somebody who um, is from the country, raised on a cattle property, into horse riding, into cowgirl stuff, but I also love going to the beach. I love surfing. I love wakeboarding. And I like a bit of a coastal vibe to how I dress. And I wanted to make my brand all about the marriage of those two very different styles. 
And they came up with West of the Waves and I sat up at 11 o'clock at night and I told you and you were almost not interested at all. Yeah, well, at that time of night, most people are sleeping. Mm. So, Sarah, swing back around to the start. Why did you start West of the Waves? So, you've said that you were bored, you were needing something to uh, engage you, enlighten you, just get you going in. But why? Why did you actually start? West of the Waves. I had actually always had a desire to start a little product-based business uh, or, or an e-commerce business. It was something that I wanted to do. But during the time of my mining career, I didn't actually have the mental space to do it. And I actually questioned whether or not I had the skills to do it. And I think it probably took me around five years before I was able to start that business. And in addition to that, when we'd had Jack, I was so in love with my newborn baby that I could not think of possibly going back to the way that I used to work. I used to work, you know, 60 hours a week was minimum. I was away, I was living in mining camps, and that was just not going to be a possibility in the future for me because I couldn't think of anything worse than being away from my baby but I knew that I needed to do something for myself. Otherwise, I was going to go crazy. Yes, and we don't want crazy Sarah. No, we don't. No one wants crazy Sarah. Yeah, so you've started Western Base to get yourself going. Why is it important for you to do this? It's important for me personally because, you know, of all the reasons that we've already talked about, I wanted to to build something. I wanted to keep my mind busy. I wanted to have a creative outlet. But I also feel... Like it's important to me in relation to the kids because I want to show them that you can change your career halfway through if you want to. And also just because mum is here and she's the head sandwich maker and she does the washing and the cleaning, it doesn't mean that she can't have a job or that she can't build a business. I want them to not be told that they can do whatever they want. I want them to see it. I want to be a good example for them and I want to show them that you can change your career and you can build a business and you can still be a family mum who's there for the important things. Yeah, which you are, which you do a really great job at. Thank you, Brian. What does your small business mean to you? Uh, it means a lot to me. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what I have built. I'm proud of what I've achieved. Seeing my designs come to life is amazing really I think sometimes you know I've probably even been guilty of it as well as you see other people starting businesses and it's not that you think it's easy but you you only see the result of it you don't see the work that goes in behind the scenes to building a website and getting a strategy and getting your products and developing all your own products and I'm really proud of the business that I've been able to create and also the relationships that I've been able to create through having my business. No, but some of those relationships? Are... Oh, I've made beautiful relationships with um, suppliers, with other business owners, with customers. So since you started this business, so most of the guests that are coming on board, you didn't know before you started the business. So that... No, that's that's true. So this um, this side of the business, the the podcast and the, um, Cokes Australia, has all come about from my desire to share what I've learnt 
through building my small business because I feel like that that time that it took me and the doubts that I had about my ability are not just something that I experienced. There's something that a lot of people experience and I want to be able to share my knowledge, share what I've learned and help somebody else to get their idea off the ground. And you're right. All of the guests that are coming onto the podcast are people that I've met in this journey and they've either helped me or I've helped them or we've built a relationship through our small businesses. And I just think that sharing our knowledge and sharing what we've learned is really, really valuable. Yeah, you can see that. Hmm. Anyway, I think it's probably time to bring on our beautiful guest, Jazz, today. Hey, Jazz. So I know I spoke a little about Jazz at the top of the podcast, but I just wanted to introduce her properly. Jazz is a wife, a mother to a gorgeous firecracker of a little girl, Mackenzie, and her and her husband, Pete, own a property where they breed bread-to-buck rough stock bulls. Jazz holds down a job in the mines whilst helping her husband, Pete, on the property. But in addition to all of that, Jazz also owns a beautiful boutique, Buckaroo Boutique. So Jazz, welcome and thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us on the podcast today. Jazz, can you maybe start by just explaining to us where you're based? Uh, Hello and thank you for having me. We are based in Billawilla, central Queensland and uh, Billawilla is about an hour and three quarters drive from Rocky or an hour and a half drive uh, west of Gladstone. But our property itself is based 10 kilometres just out of town on a lovely creek, Prospect Creek actually, and Prospect Creek runs around uh, the parameter of our property. And when we do get rain, it is glorious. It's just beautiful part of the world. I know. I love following your Instagram because your property is so picturesque when you're out walking and whatever. It looks <laughs> when it's so green, beautiful. it's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, I know. But when you're a country girl, you know, some people like to look out at different sorts of uh, views, but I just love that, yeah. you know, buffalo grass. It's just beautiful. We do. We have we have a lovely pasture actually. It's predominantly buffalo and urochloa, and, uh, but we do spend a lot of time on keeping it um, clean as well. So we, we try and look after our land and, and give back to it as much as we can, actually. Absolutely. And Jazz, how would you describe Buckaroo Boutique? You know, I Buckaroo Boutique from the outset for me was, uh, it's for the country girl, it's for the Western girl, it's for the mum, it's for your 18-year-old daughter, it's for the 40-something-year-old mother, just a little bit country, a little bit western, a little bit chic, a little bit coastal, a little bit of everything. And, Jazz, something that speaks to me, what's your why? Why did you start Buckaroo Boutique? Oh, look, around the time that Buckaroo Boutique was created, my best friend and I, my best friend and I, Helen Webb, actually, we worked together at Calide Mine. And just before we were offered redundancies, we created Buckaroo Boutique with the idea that we wanted to offer something a little bit different to our country women. So what we have right now at what is Buckaroo Boutique, there's there's a lot of little businesses popping up, all doing very similar things. But back then, so it was about four, almost five years ago now, it was 
what I started, what we started to create was something a bit different. It was quite new to the Aussie industry and largely untapped. And we really wanted to bring something a little bit different. So really offering a point of difference. We wanted to bring that natural turquoise and silver and we wanted to bring some some fresh clothes, Western clothing other than your everyday check shirt <laughs> that, yes. that, that we so often see at like the camp draft or, you know, at, at every other event. So we really wanted to deliver a point of difference. And I would go to events with my husband, with our balls, and I'd have so many girlfriends going, oh, my God, where did you get this? And I'd, I would just shop. I didn't matter whether it was in my own country or overseas, but I always had something a little bit different, something a little bit new, unique and And I thought at the time, well, I could bring this. I could do this myself. I felt at the time our women wanted something different, something not the next person had anyway. So that's what I did. I just started researching and working my butt off to bring bring something new to our women. Yes, and you always have had such a beautiful sense of style. So I think that people really resonate with your page because they look at your beautiful style and, you know, how you how you wear things or how you pair things together. And I think it's really, it's a source of inspiration for people. Like they might go to your page and look at what you're wearing to work out their own outfits or how they want to dress for an event. Oh, look, to be quite honest, I I love a very classic style with just a twist. I'll always dress correctly for an occasion, but it will be quite classic, but always with a point of difference, with always a twist, and it might be a hat, it might be a necklace, it might be a little bit less or it might be a little bit more. All I knew at the time when Buckaroo Boutique was created was that there was a big gap in our market and a lot of businesses were not delivering. And what I was seeing was was really quite daggy. I certainly wasn't shopping here a lot within our own country. And so I just wanted to bring something different and build on that. And I really wanted to help women feel confident and comfortable in themselves. And I really love helping women feel wonderful about themselves. And that is, that's, that's a big hitter for me. Yeah. Amazing. And is Helen still involved with you at Buckaroo Boutique? No. So um, very early in the piece, Helen and her partner purchased a new property, quite a large property, and she was so busy, so busy. So I just took the reins pretty much. And Mackenzie was still quite young at that age. So I had an opportunity just to run with it. And I really loved the social media side of it, the marketing. I learned a lot. And um, what I did learn was that once you got that product in, you quickly had to turn it around and get it straight back out. You cannot sit on product. So uh, unfortunately, like where Helen lived, services wasn't readily available. So I just had to take the reins and I had to run with it. And uh, I knew what we had was something special. I loved it and um, I just ran with it. So your why, your why your vision for the future of Buckaroo Boutique, is that something that you've got written down and you refer to or is it ever changing? It has changed only a fraction, but big picture stuff, no, it hasn't changed. We continue to strive to deliver a point of difference. You know when you walk into a shop or a boutique, because there's a difference between just a retail shop 
and a boutique. A boutique is always going to offer that something a little bit special. It might be a little bit more expensive, but it's going to be, oh my God, I need to have this right now. Yes. Yeah. Buckaroo Boutique for me was if I had a brick and mortar shop, I would want my customer to walk in and go, oh my God, I love this. I want her to have an experience. Yes. Yeah. And when you walk in, you go, oh my God, I love this. And then you look around and you see something else and you go, oh my God, I love that too. Oh my goodness, look at this piece here. And for me, it's just about having an experience and finding something a little bit different along that journey in that shop. Yeah. And I was talking to another lady on the phone earlier this morning and we were talking about when you purchase something for yourself when you're away on holidays, it feels a little bit different than when you just you know, purchase something from a big name brand that's sort of like a faceless brand. You could, you know, you could see other people wearing it. I mean, I stock things in my store that obviously multiple people are going to end up with, but my customer base is around Australia. So the chances of two people having the same piece are sort of quite slim. But it's just that feeling that when you're away on holidays and just have that little bit more time up your sleeve and you're not on a tight schedule and you've gone into this beautiful little boutique or whatever, I like to try and deliver that feeling to people. How do you feel about your business? Like I love my business. I love it. It's my little thing. It's my little outlet. How do you feel about Buckaroo Boutique? I love it. It's my love affair. <laughs> It's that one thing my son, my husband knows. He's, he's, my husband, unfortunately, is competing with it all the time. Yes, <laughs> I know, but it's about servicing my customers. I love my women and, and when I get a new product that I absolutely adore, like today, quite literally today, I have this, I had this gorgeous drop of turquoise arrive and I'm like, oh my God, I have to photograph this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get this out for my girls right now. But, of course, emotionally you have to just go, whoa, up, <laughs> slow down, old cowgirl. Yeah. There's a lot that needs to be done before I can actually release this to the people. Yes, there's a lot. But there's nothing I do not love about Buckaroo Boutique. Yeah. I love the country. I love the western. I love the little bit of chic. I love, oh, I don't know, I just, and I love creating and I love sourcing new product as well. It almost becomes an extension of yourself. Yes, pretty much, yeah. Like West of the Waves to me is a collection of things that I love. So it's it's just it's just showing people the things that I love, the things that I would have in my wardrobe. I think Brian literally thinks I've got one <laughs> of everything in my wardrobe and I don't. I really don't. I'd like to, but. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? I'm hearing you, sister. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't, it's, it's, and it's very easy to keep one of everything, but you can't do it. You can't no, do that's it. right. You can't do it. And we did already touch on this one, but I'll still ask the question anyway. So do you think that your why, well, you, you already answered this a little. You said that your big picture hasn't, it's only changed fractionally. But has your why changed over the years and what part of it changed? Big picture stuff, no, it has not changed because when I have moments, because there are days that I don't want to do, like in, 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 there are days I'm absolutely exhausted. Mm -hmm. I have to turn to my why. I have to turn to my why. And I think that is probably the majority of entrepreneurs are probably like that. When I've got my daughter breaking her arm and 
I've still got a little bit of a flu that I've had for, it feels like I've had for six months. You know, I have to remember why I'm doing it. And the other thing that always pops up is when I have my customers, my repeat customers turn around and go, Jazz, oh my God, I love this. Thank you so much for your customer service. It is amazing. That also gives me a little bit of, a bit of a boost, you yeah. know. But my why big picture stuff has not changed because I still want to deliver that point of difference. I don't want to be like that brick and mortar shop down the t- down the road. I don't want to be like the saddlery in town or in Rocky. You know, that, that's not what Buckaroo was built on initially. It is just about offering something a little bit different for every person, not not just the tween, not just the 20-something-year-old woman or the 30-year-old-something woman. It's for a little bit for all of us. Yes, absolutely. And, Jazz, where do you think your style came from? Have you spent a lot of time overseas or you developed this style here from things you'd seen? or My mother, my grandmother, my aunt or all amazing creators in one form or another. Mm-hmm. So uh, throughout my teenage years, I actually lived with my grandparents and my grandmother used to make clothes, mm-hmm. you know, from scratch and she had a very creative flair. Aunt, my Aunt Bronwyn, she's extremely creative as well and she can draft and sew and same with my mother. My mother is an eccentric and an artist in her own right and has her own style. So I was brought up around very strong women who know who they are, all with their own style and eclectic flair. So that's, you know, it's, it's going to carry on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it has. And I've... Uh, I just saw an opportunity at the time and I made it happen. Yeah, I still need that video tour around Valerie, the vintage caravan that your mother did up for you. Oh, my gosh, there's so much love in that van. And unfortunately, because of COVID, we haven't gotten out as uh, as much as what we wanted to at all. But um, mum predominantly renovated this $50 van that was pulled out of a paddock. Wow. You, and you don't want to know some of the, the stuff she found in it. Like, it was it's not cool. But um, she completely gutted it for us and it's now set up as a boutique inside pretty much. It's, it's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. And it has a real, it has a beautiful feel. Like, it's, it's actually a space you can go and sit and just have a quiet moment and go, I love this space. Yeah. And the air flows through. I hope that the world returns to normal soon so we can all shop in Valerie. Yes, I'm hoping we get to, I, you know, I hope we all get back to some kind of normality. Just being able to get on the road and, you know, go and visit long lost neighbours up the road somewhere. It might be in a different state, but, you know, down the road in Australia, is, it could be a long way or a short way. Yes, exactly. And Jazz, what do you think Buckaroo Boutique will look like in one year, five years? Do you see an end to it? Oh, you know what? I am thinking brick and mortar shop once I find the right space yes wow that's amazing and we we almost had that a few weeks ago but it, it, it fell through unfortunately but um brick and mortar brick and mortar shop is coming oh wow I just need to find the right space and I'd really like to offer it first and foremost in the banana shire in Billawilla. and um I really want to offer an experience for our local ladies because we don't have a lot in Billawilla at the moment. 
So shopping wise, I really want to offer a unique shopping experience for our country women. Oh, I'm so, so excited for that. And I feel like I've just had like a, um, you know, what do they call it in the news? Like, <laughs> like a breaking story. <laughs> yeah. Right here, right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's with you, sister. <laughs> and finally, Jazz, what I always like to ask other business owners it's kind of almost for myself, but for the listeners, <laughs> what's your best hack? What do you think your best small business hack? It could be time saving. It could be, you know, I don't know, a mum hack, but what's your best small business hack? Just plan. You have to plan. Don't wing it. Don't wing it. But you do have to plan. Not that it's a hack, but also get yourself educated. So that might be following the small business community. Yes, we love Tori. We love Tori. Uh, she gives so much wonderful advice and outsources that advice as well. And it just get educated yep. in that market that you want to work in. Yes, I think so. Know who your customer is. Yeah, and I agree. And I don't think that that needs to be scary either. Like when, you know, it doesn't need to be an expensive course. It doesn't need to be an expensive nope. mentor. It can literally be Google. But you just need to know what, That's what it. Um, is going on in your business, your industry, and you need to read and you need to search and you need to find. But, yeah, it doesn't yes. need to be expensive. No, no. Our business, Buckaroo Boutique, started out like on a 1000 bucks. Yeah, me too. In our lounge room. Yep, me too. That's it. Dining room table. And if you have the nows and you invest your time, you can do anything you put your mind to. Oh, well, Jazz, gosh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I am so grateful for your time and you are an inspiration to me. When I first started West of the Waves, you're, well, and still today, one of the ones that I look to for inspiration for my little business. So thank you for being there for me. Thank you. I love what you do, Sarah. <laughs> my God, girlfriend. Oh, thanks. Sarah. I love your line and I loved it right from the get-go. Yes, you did. From the get-go. Yep. So, um, and I wish you all the best. Oh, thank you, Jess. So we're coming to the end of today's episode and it's everybody's favourite segment, Wrap Up Snap. Quiz. Your favourite segment. And all the listeners, that's the only reason they're listening. <laughs> right. A little bit. We all know it. Wink, wink. A little bit less hype. Come on. All right. I'm going to start with a few questions related to today's topic of what's my why. Stop talking like you are announcing a boxing match. Okay. Sorry, everyone. I know you would have liked it, but you're going to have to get the plain Jane style. All right, so we're going to ask a few questions at the end of today's session and you only get a yes or no answer in three seconds. All righty? Yes. First question. Do you ever question your why? Yes. You question your why? Yeah, Is I that do. because it's a question? <laughs> why? I do. I pretty much question it every day. I get mum guilt. So I wonder no. whether or not... Um, I'm spending my time in the best way possible. So if yeah. I'm if I'm packing my orders in the kitchen while the children are having breakfast, I start to question whether or not I'm giving them enough attention. And I do. Is that before or after they sling the wheat biscuit 
across across the kitchen. <laughs> Has your why changed since starting? Yes. Yep. Why? Um, I guess you know everything we've talked about at the start of the podcast is in relation to why I started West of the Waves, but I didn't talk that much about why. Well, I did talk a little bit about it, why I started this part of the business. I've found in my um, you know, professional career that sometimes people are really reluctant to share information. It's almost like it's a form of job security that if they don't tell you something, then they, you know. What are, do they call it? Um, are important. No, what do they call it? They call it intellectual property. Yeah. Can't put a price on that thing. I just feel like... I really want to share what I've learned to prop other people up. I don't I don't want to be that person who keeps all of the information to myself. And I, I did touch on it earlier that it took me a long time to start my small business and I want to be able to help someone else get their idea off the ground. So this is all about sharing what we've learned and helping other people and propping them up so that they can get their little small business idea off the ground as well. Give them a good platform to start with. Definitely. Alrighty, nice. Do you think you're living your why? Like, are you achieving what you set out to do? Oh, look, since you said I'm only allowed to say yes or no, the answer is yes. But I definitely have days where I feel like it's a no. Um, I know that's a bit wishy-washy, but yes, I do feel like I'm living my why, but sometimes I feel like I could, I could be better. What is your living why? I want to build a business that allows me to have a full-time income and have flexible hours, something that I can do around home, around our children, around our family, but still contribute to make sure that we achieve the goals that we have as a family. Mm, Something you can do semi-remotely? Yep. So that we can, you know, be there for the special occasions. I think that you'll find that a lot of women, and probably men as well, the reason that they start a side hustle, a business, is to create an income that can help their family to achieve the goals that they have whilst giving themselves mm. some flexibility. Yeah, you're out there. You, it's, I constantly question myself about the hours I put in at work because I just I run out of time to spend with the children and yourself. Yeah, I know. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you've got some value out of the topic that we've talked about today. And I would like to thank Brian and also our beautiful guest Jazzy again. And make sure you listen in next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening to All Things Small Biz. You can get more tips and find out about all the latest stuff we've got going on at the Cokes Australia Facebook and Instagram pages. That's Cokes. C-O-A-X. We'd love you to follow our social media pages or you can jump onto the website www.coaxaustralia.com. Thanks so much for listening.